Yeah! Driving with Joe, August 9, 2019. What do you know? What do you say? Doing a little post game after the fact. Jets, Giants, Giants win. First preseason game of the year. Of course, you can't get too nuts. But let's break it down in general terms. This is not going to be a 20-minute podcast. You can go down the rabbit hole of all things. Oh, the Jets lost. They did this. They did that. Yeah, we'll talk about some obvious stuff. But the first preseason game, even though it's Jets-Giants, whatever it is, no matter who they were playing, it's a glorified practice, especially for the ones. It's good to hit another team. But other than that, you know, we need to kind of keep at bay as Jet fans a little bit right now. So it's never good to lose. Hello? Hello? You play to win the game. Yes, I know, Herm Edwards. We play to win the game, but it is preseason week one, so let's not get too nuts all right, first things first, if you're a Giant fan, you're happy Daniel Jones, five for five, the whole thing. You're walking into work a little bit today on a Friday as a Giant fan, or you're walking around your neighborhood, you know, cock swinging, feeling pretty good, telling everyone they're wrong about Daniel, about Daniel Jones. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, but, you know, at the end of the day, the Giants suck. They're not going to be a good team. The Jets, on the other hand, we've been saying it. It's very exciting. You know, I think the ceiling for the Jets in the regular season will be if they could fight for a wild card spot. But we're moving in the right direction. I mean, even if that's the case, even 8-8, eight and eight, I keep saying you want to set your sights on 8-8. Eight and eight. And if you do that, I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised, you know, if you're 9-7, and 10-6, and six, and then we'll see where, what every other team does. But before we even get to the regular season stuff, let's break down yesterday's preseason game. So the preseason game yesterday, Sam Donald comes out. And maybe it's just going to be his thing where his first pass is almost picked or is picked, a la Detroit Lions last year. But Donald, that should have been a pick. After that, he got himself together. You know, hey, listen, you can't get on him too bad. It was a bad read, that first pass. Other than that, you like his connections with Crowder. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell not playing. They're going to rest him. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But Donald looked good. You know, Donald looked very good. He came down. I really liked how he threw on the run. He had a nice throw off his back foot to Crowder on a crossing route. Um, finding Herndon, which, man, we're going to miss Herndon those first few games suspended. That really, really sucks. Herndon and, and Donald making nice connections, not just yesterday, but all year last year. Donald was looking for Herndon. They got a nice thing going on. You know, these freaking suspensions that are now just littering the NFL with everything. These guys got to get it together. Or they need to, you know, I don't know what they need to do, the NFL. But we're going to miss Herndon for those first few games with the suspension. A nice shot with Sam Donald. I like. I really like how he's moving in the pocket. You know, feeling that pressure, moving in the pocket. Ty Montgomery gets a start instead of Le'Veon Bell. Ty Montgomery, I told you guys, is going to be a big pickup for us. Ty Montgomery is the backup running back. That's why he started back there. Hey, oh, well, why is he? You know, why is he wearing a wide receiver's number? Listen, because the guy can do everything. He can line up there. He can be your fourth wide receiver, and he might be. You know, when they go five wide receiver sets, the Jets this year expect Le'Veon Bell obviously to still be in the game, but lined up somewhere in the slot. So that's just what's going to happen. You know, so you're, you're looking at Anunua, Anderson, Crowder, and then after that goes Montgomery. Don't worry about anybody else. It goes Montgomery, and then it's going to be Le'Veon Bell when they go empty set five wide. So that's just what it's going to look like. Uh, Jets up front, I thought, dominated. I thought the ones dominated, and that's without Ryan Khalil, the Giants' number ones. But again, the Giant ones suck. Um, so it's all right, but you got to play who's in front of you. Jets looked better up front, I thought, than the Giants did with the ones. And away you go. The Giant ones did nothing against the Jet 1 defense. 
And also, it was so nice to see that what Driving With Joe's been saying for years when it came to Leonard Williams, and what Driving With Joe's been saying for months now since Greg Williams has signed on the dotted line to be our defense coordinator, Driving With Joe's been telling you this is a 4-3 defense. We have 4-3 personnel, and it was so nice to see the Jets open up a four-down lineman yesterday. And I'm telling you, and I've been saying it again, I'll say it until I'm blue in the face, the DNs are Anderson and Williams, okay, and in the middle is McClendon and Quinnen, and that is what needs to happen. And when they opened it up, I understand they had some guys off, they weren't giving it, fine, whatever, you got guys hurt, a little banged up, Leonard Williams not out there, that's fine, it doesn't matter, okay, what they gave you was a look, and the look they gave you was Copeland being that third linebacker, and I gotta tell you, I'm perfectly okay with that, I really am, um, whether it's him, Jenkins, whoever it's gonna be, uh, I, I like it. I like it. And then you saw when they went to passing downs, it went to a four-two-five nickel. Um, really like it. Really, really like it. I think that they have four-down personnel, and that's been my opinion for a long time. I think that's gonna help Leonard Williams. I think it's gonna help Quinn Williams, and I think it's gonna help the linebackers. You know, I always go back just to you know veer off for a second. I always go back to Ray Lewis. A lot of people forget Ray Lewis. He had a real major problem when Harbaugh took over for Billick. And now we're talking years ago. When Harbaugh took over for Billick and Harbaugh wanted to go to a 3-4. He wanted to go to a 3-4 scheme and Ray Lewis demanded a trade. Go look it up. Okay, this is how far drive when Joe goes back. And Ray Lewis, Hall of Fame, best middle linebacker in the game for years. I understand he's a murderer as well, but maybe that helped him. Hey, but I got to tell you, he wanted no part of a 3-4. And he said, he goes, I can't do what I'm going to do. You can find the quote. He said something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing, Ray Lewis, this is, said he cannot do what he's good at doing if he has to take on a guard. If a guard has a free shot in him in a 3-4 because he's uncovered, because there's only three down linemen instead of four. And they stuck with the 4-3 and obviously never traded Ray Lewis. I'm not saying four down linemen is always the answer. That's not what I'm saying. You know, back in the day, I used to like the 3-4 look. But I'm telling you right now, that four down lineman look for our linebackers, for the personnel we have, we actually have that personnel. Stop reading into it. Stop listening to the Rich Saminis of the world that are telling you we have three, four personnel. We do not. Are we going to play some three, four? Yes. We may open up week one in a three, four. But yesterday was nice to see four down linemen hand in the dirt ready to go. Okay. And I, and I like it. That's the personnel I personally believe we have. So away we go. The one defense dominated the Giants' one offense, and, and that's that. What you see as the game got on is very simple. Few things. Number one, you see Daniel Jones. If he continues like this, Eli Manning's out of a job. So everyone with the Daniel Jones stuff, fine, whatever. If the Giants have the quarterback of the future, whatever, they're going to you know, make sure they stick it to everyone and let them know that Gettleman was right and everything else. As far as a Jeff fan, you can't really concern yourself with that. Daniel Jones is throwing touchdowns, and he's 5-5 five five against R2s and 3s. What does that tell you? Number one, that tells you is this. It tells you what it's supposed to tell you for every preseason game you've ever seen. Okay? Every preseason game you've ever seen. See, the Giants suck. Okay? The Giants are not going to be good. The Giants, you know, I think six, seven wins tops for the Giants. Their division's a lot better. The whole thing, it's not a Giant breakdown. It's more of a Jets recap. But the reason why I'm bringing all this up for the Giants because they're going against our twos, threes, fours. When you go nickel package for the Jets with their ones. Now you're bringing on more DBs. So now it's not your starting two, starting three DBs. Now you got five out there. Okay, you got five out there in a 4-2-5, which was the look the Jets were giving. 
And so now, you know, you're getting to that 5th DB. Now you're getting to that 6th or 7th DB. It, these rosters are so inflated. You got guys fighting for jobs, fighting for careers. You got guys who are going to get cut, who are going to go back to driving the UPS and FedEx truck, you know, and, and bagging groceries. So they're just trying to get on film. They made their mistakes. You can't kill them. A lot of these guys are never going to see the field. And what Jeff fans have always had a tough time understanding, whether it's the backup quarterback situation, whether it whether it's preseason games, you know, losing them, whatever it is, when your top guys go down, listen, with the salary cap, every team is top heavy for the most part. Every team is top heavy. So what I mean by that is, if you get your top corner, your top two corners, your top safety, your top running back, your top you know, quarterback, if that happens and they go down on injury, yeah, you're not going to win games. You're going to look worse. You may lose games. Games may be tighter. Those guys aren't as good. That's the point. That's why some guys make $10 million and some guys make $100,000. You know, That's just what it is. So everyone's got to relax as far as depth and whatnot. Okay, um, as far as that, again, you want to win the game. The Jets secondary we knew was going to be an issue. So if you think the Jets number one secondary is going to be an issue, if you think their starter is going to be an issue, if you don't like, you know, the Trumaine Johnsons because he had a terrible year last year, if you don't like that stuff and you think they're going to suck, then what do you think the threes and fours are going to look like? Of course they're going to suck. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Now, what you see, you know, we always are looking at, you know, the Patriots, and we're always comparing ourselves to the Patriots because they're in division. The Patriots go out there every preseason, they go like 3-1, 4-0. They say, well, Joe, you know, how, how can they do it? How come they can do it and we can't? You know, it's very simple. They have the best coach, what a lot of people say is the best quarterback, and they have the best scouting department and evaluators. So we're getting there. We're getting there. It's not going to happen overnight, but we're getting there. So even the Patriots twos and threes, you know, can hang with our ones. It's just, it's just where we are right now. You know, as far as the Giants, there's a bigger drop off with the Jets threes, fours, fives, and six than it is for the Giants between their ones and their twos and their threes. And if this is getting a little confusing, I apologize, but this is just what happens. You have teams in the preseason win games because their twos and threes are not that far off from being their actual ones. So why do they win? Because they're going against your fives and sixes because you're a little more top heavy. We know what this is. We know where the Jets money is. Okay, we know you still got Donald on a rookie deal, so the, the money's not going there. You know where the money is. You know where the money's going. It's gone to Mosley. It's gone to Le'Veon Bell. Okay, it's going to go to guys, more guys like Adams and Donald down the road. This is what we are. So right now, the loss stings. The loss sucks. We saw a lot of good things. You know, I like Donald, the Ty Montgomery stuff. After the ones, after the ones... You got the guy Valentine Holmes, nice little story, you know, whatever. Listen to me. You can't get too nuts. You can't get too nuts. What I don't like is obviously what you see from the secondary. We're not deep there. We're not deep. I don't think Douglas is done. Douglas has been doing an amazing job focusing and bringing guys in for the offensive line. Now he needs to focus on the secondary. We need to get some other guys in here. We need to get some cheap guys. Listen, if I got a guy I'm paying, you know, fifty or $100,000 to, if I'm paying a hundred. 50, whatever the minimum is, 100, 150 for this 
DB, who is my sixth DB, my number six on the depth chart, but he's kind of like an overall, like, if you're going to give him a grade, he's a 70, but I can cut him with no cap problem, and I can get a guy for 100 who I, I'm grading out as like a 72, 75. Those are the little upgrades that Douglas needs to make. This, this roster is a shit show, okay? We've made tremendous strides, tremendous, with all the moves we made in the draft and free agency, but the depth on this team showed yesterday, and there is none, okay, especially when it comes to the secondary, which is fine. Listen, again, if those guys are on the field, we have a problem. Do you really want those guys who, who can't run with the Giants twos? You really want them, you know, out there trying to guard the Antonio Browns of the world and the DeAndre? Of course not. It's going to be a disaster. I don't care who the coach is. I don't care who the GM is. It will be an absolute disaster. So that's what you saw. You saw our depth, our lacking of that with the corners. Other than that, you can't do, get too crazy. One thing I do want to talk about, and I mentioned before, before I get off the podcast, is the Le'Veon Bell situation. you got a lot of Jeff fans going nuts. He needs to get hit. He needs to get hit. It's been a year. Listen to me. You need to stop, okay? The Jeff fans, oh, it's been a year since he played in a game. It's been a year since he's been hit. Blah, blah, blah. This guy's been playing football since he's five years old. He first picked up a football at five, six years old. His body's been hitting the ground since then. He got a year off, okay? Does that mean his first time he's getting hit, he's, he's not going to get hurt, that he's Superman? No, of course not. But that can happen at any time. Stop looking for a reason. It's like almost Jeff fans are looking for an excuse that if Le'Veon Bell does get hurt, they can quickly go to, well, he was off for a year, so that's the reason. No, anyone can get hurt at any time. People play and don't take a year off and they get hurt. So enough with this. In my opinion, okay, this guy is getting hit. This guy is going through the drills. This guy has played football his entire life at an elite level. Elite. I'm not talking about a regular dude. I'm not talking about the Bilal Powell's of the world who we all love or whatever, and he's a regular dude. I'm talking about elite status. Maybe Hall of Fame status so far with Le'Veon Bell. The numbers that he's put up. If you have forgotten because he's been off for a year, go look his numbers up. Go look them up. Consistent domination. So you want to tell me now that you need to get this guy out there. Oh, for the time. Listen, they're going timing in training camp. And I hear the Jeff fans, oh, well, you really think they're going full speed in training camp? You really think they're going full speed preseason game one? Come on, man. Like, they are, but they aren't. Nothing's like the regular season. And at the end of the day, when you slice this up, you even look at a guy like Sam Darnold. Okay, he's going to play his first preseason game. A series of here. I'm just going to give you a regular... Forget Sam Donald. I'll give you a regular guy who's a regular starter. The first preseason game, if they play, it's a series. Tops two series. So just equivalent of like a quarter. Okay, the second preseason game, maybe you play a quarter and a half. The third preseason game, a lot of times you play into the third quarter. The fourth preseason game, you don't play at all. Many of them don't even play at all in the first now. Okay, so you're really playing in the second and third. Stay with me here. At the end of the preseason, at the end of the preseason, the most... Your number ones are playing, or should be playing, is the equivalent of a game and a half. That is it. So you're talking to me that a game and a half of hitting is going to get Le'Veon Bell ready for a 16-game season? You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. So I, I just look at this as Jeff fans looking for an excuse. If the guy gets hurt... Boom, it's because he's been out for a year. Boom, it's because they didn't play him in the preseason. It's because he didn't get hit. It's because this. It's because that. You gotta, can we just sit back and enjoy the fact that we have a top three running back? Can, can we just do that? 
Because we haven't had a top running back since Curtis Martin. It's been a long freaking time. Can we just sit back and relax, relax with Le'Veon Bell stuff? Can we relax with that? Okay, so enough with the Le'Veon Bell stuff. So yes, to wrap this up, you play to win the game. You never want to lose to the Giants, the whole thing. Now you got to hear Giant fans about Daniel Jones, pain in the ass. Okay, but listen, that's their thing. That We'll see them in the regular season. That's fine. We'll see them in the regular season, and then we'll get it. Okay, it's, I'm not worried about that. If we're healthy against them, it's going to be, a, it's, we're fine. We are fine. Okay, against the Giants in the regular season, as long as we progress and stay healthy the way we're supposed to. So I'm not worried about this. Game one's done. They probably didn't want to show a lot anyway. You can't throw a lot. These guys are still learning the playbooks. So it was like a perfect storm. That's why they're playing game one. Let's not show each other a lot and play each other regular season this year, and away we go. So you can say the same thing for the Giants. The only thing is I think the Giants overall not that good. I don't think the Giants' offensive line can stand with the Jets' defense. I don't think Eli's going to be able to deal with the Jets' defense. And when the Giants have beaten the Jets in the past in the regular season, we'll get into this for the regular season when we when we preview every week. You know we preview every week. You know, when the Giants beat the Jets, it's, you know, because Victor Cruz is running for 90 yards. I, I mean, you know, it catches a little hitch and, and turns it around for 80 yards. It's, it's freak shit. So I'm not worried about any of this. I think everyone needs to sit back, relax. We got game one done. Okay, the uniforms look good. Sam Darnold looks good. They're running a four-down lineman defense, 4-3 base, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be a lot of different bases in Greg Williams' defense. So don't get too caught up in it, but I personally like how they opened up. Okay, I think what you're looking at is depth stuff. Let's see if Copeland is that third linebacker now rotating in or if it's somebody else in game two. Stuff like that. So let's see how they're going to use Montgomery. Let's see how they're going to use these other guys. They do need to make a decision on Cannon or McGuire. One of those guys getting cut or Powell's getting cut. You don't need them. You don't need them. And if you look at their returns and stuff like that, Cannon sucked on the return. I mean, we drafted him. Supposedly, McCannon drafted him just a few years ago because of his return capabilities and and special teams. If he's going to look like this, just cut his ass. There's a ton of guys on the scrap heap, okay, that we can get. Just like when we had Roberts, there's a ton of guys like that. We can go get on the scrap heap. No problem. A lot faster. Run kick returns back better. I don't need a guy who's a running back. I need a kick returner to be a kick returner. That's it. Okay? If you can catch a ball, great. If you can run a route, great. I want a kick returner and a punt returner to be the same guy, and I want them to be able to do that. I want that to be their specialty. Desmond Howard, Howards of the world, stuff like that. That's what I want them to do. Okay? Devin Hester's. That's it. I don't, I don't need these guys to do a million different things. The roster is deep enough, okay, after we break camp, whatever we have in the regular season. So you got to build it right. They're just trying to see if McGuire and Cannon and these guys can do something on the return, okay? And, and that's and that's it. I think Cannon's getting cut. Cannon, McGuire, Powell have to get cut. We'll see how it all shakes out, okay? But Jeff fans, hold tight. Giant fans are going to walk around, okay, with their balls hanging. And, you know, rightfully so with the Daniel Jones, but we don't care, okay? All you got to tell a Giant fan today is, Yo, see you in the regular season. See you in the regs, son. See you in the regs. I'll see you later.